Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Kirk Kelly, it's good to see you after a great weekend out in Tulsa with Clay Clark and company. How are things? It's it's great. It was awesome seeing you as well. What an awesome weekend that was with all the patriots around and just, you know, getting things done, right? Trying to be a light in this dark world. Trying to be a light in the dark world. And frankly, you know, some of us that pay attention to the financial markets can't really understand. I mean, we, we understand, but I think the, the greater question is, does the world understand what's really happening? Because this fiat currency money printing like a drunken sailor just hitting a printing press every night is out of control, dollars going through the floor. Um, but you're seeing George Soros make moves like sell off a lot of stocks and start really getting into crypto, heavily into crypto. So I want to start there because a lot of people have crypto questions. I know you're a metals expert, but I'm sure you understand the nuances of how all these deep state um, scumbags like to play in the financial world. Do you believe, first of all, that crypto is a secondary deep state fallback sort of central banking system? Or is it actually being set up by good guys um, that's, and the bad guys are trying to come in and leverage it for their own um, nefarious purposes at this point? Probably the latter. I mean, crypto is just another investment alternative, right? And that's why George Soros is getting out. When, when things start falling apart around us, we start to go to something that, that actually has more meaning. I don't know if crypto has more meaning because it's still just digital out there, right? And anything good can be used for nefarious purposes. Um, could you make a, a fortune in crypto? Yeah, you could. But to me, it also comes with maximized return could come with maximized risk because they could all go away tomorrow, which is why for me to, to advise anybody on anything, I have to have two things in the same sentence, minimize risk and maximize your return. For me, crypto doesn't really fit that bill. Sure, you could get maximized return, but it comes with too much risk for my tastes. Okay, so let's talk about how you can mitigate risk, because right now, again, the dollar is just going down, down, down. They're printing a ton of it. And while some, you know, it's being reflective in prices going up everywhere, it takes more dollars to buy gas, bread, food, homes, whatever. Gold is also much more expensive. Silver is going up right now. So explain the relationship between metal and currencies out there and and why people might want to consider metal as a safe play, particularly now, even though my father was yelling about this for 50 years before he passed away. So, you know, it always seems to be the safe haven. Explain the relationship, please. Right. Well, whenever a central bank prints money, right, it, it's just done by, by fiat. They're just printing, printing, printing. That devalues the currency. It turns it almost into monopoly money if they do it too much, right? So, when you have a devalued currency, it takes more of that currency to buy valuable goods and services. So any kind of a tangible asset, whether it's gold, silver, real estate, anything that's something, it's going to take more of that currency to buy it. That's what inflation is. And so, so what we're seeing is just very inflationary. Prices are going up. Gas is going up. Corn is going up. Gold and silver are going up. It's a reflection of how much of that devalued currency does it take to buy a good or service. Well, that's what we're seeing right now. Now, when it comes to like wealth, any tangible asset 
will go up during these inflationary pressures, whether it's gold, silver, real estate. One of the key components to wealth, though, is not just being in the right place at the right time, but having something that's liquid. You know, when, when banks are, are being squeezed for liquidity, for example, over the last eight weeks, the Federal Reserve has pu is pulling two and a half trillion dollars with the T out of the banking system via a reverse repo mechanism, basically just means they're taking money out. So banks don't have that money to spend. Wells Fargo actually cut personal lines of credit, all of them, and, and, and JP Morgan Chase is now starting to hoard cash. What does this mean? It means banks are in the business of lending money to make money, right? So right. what seeing is they are more content right now with not making money rather than losing money down the road because of these inflationary pressures you and I are talking about right now. The propensity for people to pay back their loans is not going to be there. So they're no, no longer lending out money. See, this is, this is the problem. You have to have liquidity in, in your assets, meaning it's hard to get a loan for a house, right? With, with right. interest rates and everything else and banks not lending it out. So gold and silver are very liquid because when you want to liquidate it, it's just a simple phone call. You liquidate it, funds get wired into your account. Well, that is uh, that actually is comforting to hear because so many people go, well, what am I going to do with all these gold bars sitting in a bedroom next to me? I can't spend it. You know, you can't like slice it off and go buy a loaf of bread. So the good news is you can liquefy the gold. This is what you do. You actually invest people's money, turn it into gold bars and coins and whatnot. And when they say, hey, I need about $10,000 to pay bills for the next few months, they can call you and get it liquid and you'll wire them the money. So that is that is reassuring. We can get that set aside. But I want to talk a little bit about um, you know, the, uh, the ETFs and the, gold and, the gold and the gold futures market. Is that even a safe play for people right now considering uh, you're just talking about banks hoarding cash. And whenever I hear that, I think, uh-oh, run on banks. Maybe they're preparing themselves for people to get panicked and start to make mass withdrawals. So are the ETFs to safely, the electronically traded funds around gold and silver and metals? And uh, are the, is the futures market a safe play around gold and silver, et cetera? It's not. To me, it's it's a simple classification. You've got something that's real and tangible. If you're investing in gold, invest in gold. If you're investing in silver, invest in silver, right? That's a physical thing. Whenever you have anything that's paper or electronic, an ETF, a mining share, a mutual fund, that's all just paper, a paper proxy for something. And, and they don't even act the same. So if you want safety, you have to go in, into safety, right? Which is a physical asset. And the reason is, Physical assets have never gone to zero. Real estate has never gone to zero. Gold and silver has never gone to zero. But stocks can go, go to nothing. Look what happened to Lehman Brothers, right? They went out of business. What happened to people who had paper assets there? Well, above SIPC insurance, they, they just lost, right? So, right? so a paper proxy isn't as safe. And part of our goal here is capital preservation first and foremost. Don't let some stupid government policy that neither you nor I can control erode everything that we've worked so hard to accumulate. The best way to protect that is with a physical asset that's never gone to zero. Okay, so now let's talk about the convergence of, of metals and real estate right now, because those are hard assets, they're tangible, you can touch them, you can live in them, uh, you can rent them out to people real estate that is, but one is more easily liquefiable, i.e. metals, than say a real estate asset, depending on the market in which you live. Right now, we're seeing the mortgage rates beginning to climb higher as refinance 
demands are actually dropping. I think they're down about 10% right now. So if you were making an investment right now and you had, say, $100,000 of cash laying around and you go, I need to protect it because if the dollar goes to zero because of the fiat printing, like crazy uh, overprinting right now, and my dollar gets worth less, where would you want to put your money in real estate or metal right now? I would put it, I would put it into metals. Now, Real estate will go up with inflationary pressures. It's one of the functions that tangible assets go up with inflation. But again, one of the key components to wealth is, is liquidity. If you had $200,000 worth of real estate and you wanted to utilize that for money, well, what do you have to do? Nobody pays cash. For, well, I shouldn't say nobody. Some people pay cash for real estate, but you have to finance it. If, if banks are stripped for liquidity and they're not lending out or interest rates go up and people can't qualify for it, that wealth that you have tied up in, in real estate really does you no good. So you have to have something that's liquid so you can use it when you need to. And that's why I prefer gold and silver. Okay. All right. So as we round this out, tell us from your perspective right now, what is weighing heavy on your heart and what has you optimistic? What's weighing heavy on my heart is, is everything that we're seeing. All, there's, there's always this October surprise, right, in the financial markets where the stock market gets a correction. The question is why? Uh, you know, why does that happen? Well, every September 30th is the end of the fiscal year for the federal government. People see all the expenditures, all the entitlements going out, declining federal tax revenues. It's like, oh, my word, how can America survive this? So there's always a correction in the stock market. This year, it's different. October 15th, quarter three numbers come out, and I think it's going to be more catastrophic than normal because you've got all the stimulus money. Not many people are working because of COVID, right? And so right. that's going to be major imbalances. And then we've got the debt ceiling. I mean, for the first time, I mean, we have debt ceiling talks every single year, right? Because the government runs the money. Right. And they always pass it and they always extend it. But normally it's, hey, we got to get government workers working. We can't shut down the government. And so they extend the debt ceiling. This time it's different because we, if we default and we don't raise the debt ceiling, America for the first time ever can't make its interest payments on its treasuries. And, and that would be a catastrophic default. Look what <laughs> happened two weeks ago. And when, when um, Evergrande, a real estate holding company in China, defaulted on $84 million interest payment, Tokyo stock market got hit. The European stock markets got hit. The, the, the Dow Jones Industrial Average came down 800 points in one day because a real estate company defaulted. What about America, right? I mean, it yeah. would be much more catastrophic. So they're going to extend it like they always do. I mean, the, the Senate passed it, the House is this morning, and, and the House is going to go to vote and ratify it and everything else. But what are they extending? Three and a half trillion dollars extension to the debt ceiling. That's massive. So that's very inflationary because they don't just have that money laying around. They have to print it. So therefore, gold and silver are going to go up with those inflationary pressures, whether it's a default or inflationary pressures. Gold and silver are poised for, for massive growth here. So I'm concerned about the, the economic condition of the country. I'm concerned about Biden's stupid reconciliation bill because all it is is taxes, right? They should call it a divorce bill because all you're doing is separating people from their money. That's what these but, taxes do, right? I mean, it's, that's it's right. So that's what I'm concerned about. But what am I, what am I optimistic about? is a lot of times we can't control 
the political landscape around us. We're, we're, you know, our freedoms are eroding all around us every single second. But what doesn't need to erode with our freedoms is our finances. We have control over that. And that's why when you reallocate into something like gold and silver to take advantage of these trends, rather than the trends taking advantage of you, oh my word, you can have a, even if it's a little crinkle smile on your face, you can still have a smile on your face because your finances aren't eroding with everything else around us. That's what I'm excited about. Well, that, uh, that is music to my ears and I'm sure our audience's ears as well. Kirk Elliott, PhD, tell us uh, where folks can find you if they're interested in exploring the idea of moving gold and silver, including, I guess, their 401ks, their IRAs, whatever they have assets lying around in terms of financial when they want to liquefy and put into metal. How can they reach you? Two ways. I mean, you, you can just call us, call our office, 720-605-3900. Or you've put together a link on, 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 on our website. So kirkelliottphd.com forward slash Vandersteel and just fill out the form. I would love to talk to you. My team would love to connect with you because, look, we're all about relationship. We're not transactionally based. Life happens in between transactions. And, and right. we want to hold people's hands through this economy. Let them, let them know that you came from, from your show, Ann, um, because we like to know that. And, and you know what? When they call us, we will, we will help remove that financial anxiety. We'll help take that on so you can live life and do what you were created to do. And we'll help with the financial part of it. Well, it's, it's a blessing for us because, uh, you know, this is how we're hedging our bets against inflation right now. And I, I do see the big kaboom coming. I mean, Klaus Schwab wrote about it, the global reset. They've ushered COVID in to do this. They had to steal our election to make sure they could take down the great United States which has been sort of that buffer. I do have this one comment and I just, I, I have to say it because, you know, China has been a massive investor in our treasuries right now. So if the United States were to default on China on uh, paying treasury interest rates, um, it, it, it would have deleterious effects, even worse, I think, for the Chinese. Uh, what do you think? Oh, everything's a cycle and financial problems lead to economic problems, economic right. problems to political, political to geopolitical problems. You start stealing money from another global superpower, right? It'll end up in a geopolitical conflict. I mean, this has bigger implications than just not paying interest on it. Right. Um, I think there, this is the beginning of, of some really nasty stages between us and China, even worse than they've already been. Even worse than they've already been. Well, protect yourself with gold and silver. Uh, do you, I mean, do you recommend 20, 25% of your, of your investment portfolio in that or more? I would, I would actually do more. See, it's, it's a hedge. It's an insurance policy against toxic assets, right? So as one right. asset's coming down paper, gold and silver is going up. So really right. a one-to-one -one hedge would be better because that more inoculates yourself in the world of vaccines, right? It inoculates yeah. yourself from these toxic assets. And, and our goal is preservation. Absolutely. KirkElliottPhD.com. And if you're interested in talking to him more, then go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash Vandersteel. And uh, it'll funnel you right in and he'll know exactly where to pick up this conversation. Appreciate your time this evening, Kirk. You're a blessing. Thanks, Ann. So are you. Thanks for all you do. You bet. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy, 
and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliottphd.com.